Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Accent Training Podcast. My name is Pat. I am your personal accent coach. And today I'm here to show you another 1% change in your spoken English. Let's take things 1% forward with the word figure. Figure. Also pronounced figure. Figure. It can be figure or it can be figure. Both are good as long as it starts strong and then drops flat on the ending. Your. Er. Figure. Repeat that word back to me. Let me hear you say that with the y sound first of all. Figure. Y. Figure. What do you got? And the other way, figure. Figure. What's the difference between these two? Honestly, not a lot. They're both American pronunciation, and this difference is also apparent in the British pronunciation as well. The British pronunciation will use both. So this is to say, this isn't a specifically American sound, but if you're someone choosing to develop your own unique sound in your English, this is a great way to go about doing that. One word, two pronunciations. Figure. Figure. Now the common difficulty here is often pronouncing the U in the word figure with a little bit too much emphasis, a little bit too much stress, getting kind of more of a figure, figure. And so we want to take that figure, where we're getting kind of a strong, strong. And we want to make sure we have this contrast, strong, weak. And, as I said, optionally, you could add a y in there if you'd like to customize your pronunciation of that word, we'll say. Personally, I say figure. So if you want to customize it to sound like my type of speech... Then get that y sound in there, making it more figure than figure. Now, how are we going to practice this? Well, my friend, we are going to take this word and put it into many different contexts. I would like you to explore the versatility of the word figure. You see, figure can mean an understanding of something, if you say we're going to figure it out, it's like we're going to understand this more thoroughly. However, it can also mean numbers. An accountant might say, I've checked the figures, they don't add up. It's like saying, I've looked at the amount of money that we got and something isn't working. Or it could also mean an image or a shape. And so this is a versatile word, and I want to see that you apply this new confident pronunciation, raising your tone in the beginning, letting it drop flat on the ending in all of these different contexts. Now, in order to do that, we are going to look at 10 idiomatic expressions using the word figure. We're going to repeat this word many times and play around with it for maximum clarity and understanding. Now, just before we get into that, I've got to remind you that this podcast thrives when I see my subscribers go up. And guess what I've been seeing lately? 
my subscribers going way up. So if you have subscribed to this podcast, thank you very much for taking the time to follow and patiently wait for each and every new accent training lesson available. And if you have not yet hit subscribe to this podcast, then it's not too late. It's not too late. You can hit subscribe so that you are updated as soon as I have a new lesson ready for you to learn from. Now, the first context that we are going to use figure with is probably the most common, and it's to say gaining an understanding of things. First off, we say that we are trying to figure out something or figure something out. Figuring out what to do. Figuring out how to do it. Figuring out where to go. What do you do here? I don't know. I'm figuring it out. I'm gaining a better understanding. Now, when we say figure out, I need to figure out... It's usually followed by a situation. So the structure here is like, I need to figure out, and then a situation. I need to figure out what to do. I need to figure out where these go. I'm trying to figure out where he came from. Figure out. Better understand a situation. Now another way of saying that you're trying to better understand a situation is... Simply saying you're figuring things out, or figuring things out. Figuring things out, figuring things out. I'm gaining an understanding of what's happening. Now suppose that there's some sort of object, some sort of thing, you know, a type of noun that you're trying to better understand. Maybe better understand how to use it or how to build it. In this case, you could say, figure it out. Figure it out. Or we can replace it, being a pronoun, with whatever noun fits that situation. Suppose that you get a new car, and this car is a manual transmission car, but you've driven automatic your entire life. You're not familiar with the manual transmission. Well, you've got to figure it out. You could say, like, I'm trying to figure out the stick shift. Or even simply, I'm trying to figure this car out. Maybe I'm trying to figure the clutch out. That's a tough thing to get used to, right? When you got to push your foot down on the clutch. It's annoying when you're learning that. But we all got to figure it out. Or figure it out. If you want to change gears manually. Now, I hope that you're repeating these back to me. Let's review briefly. First off, we just said figure out. Figure out what to do. Figure out who to talk to. Figure out where to go. We're figuring out a situation. If you don't want to get into details about what you're trying to figure out, if you just want to give a general idea that you're acquiring new knowledge, then you just say, I'm figuring things out. Or, I'm figuring things out. Figuring, figuring. And if there's a particular object 
which you're trying to improve your mastery over. If there's a particular object which you're trying to learn how to use properly, then you would simply say, I'm trying to figure object out. Figure object out. Figure the car out. Figure the washing machine out. Sometimes I personally get a little bit confused with some washing machines. I'm not an expert on these things. And I need to take time to figure out how to use it. Or maybe a dishwasher. You buy a new dishwasher machine to wash your dishes in the kitchen. A fine invention. And when you first get that new dishwasher, you've got to figure it out, right? You've got to figure that dishwasher out. I'm figuring this dishwasher out, and then I'm never getting eczema from dish soap again. I'm going to figure it out. Now, another type of figure is to ask someone what they understand about something. We're still referring to an understanding, but we're asking someone else, what do you understand? What do you figure? What do you figure is happening here? Are you a Caribbean American? Are you looking for a podcast that truly speaks to your culture and identity? Look no further than Carry On Friends, the ultimate destination for all things Caribbean American. Hosted by me, Carrie Ann. Dive deep into topics such as culture, heritage, and everyday life through the unique lens of the Caribbean American experience. You'll walk away feeling more connected to your roots. Follow and listen on Apple Podcasts so you'll never miss an episode of Carry On Friends, the Caribbean American experience. Your Caribbean American community awaits. I figure we got a problem. Or I figure we'll be out of here in no time. What do you figure is happening? I figure we don't really have a problem. Or I figure we'll be here all night. What do you figure? What do you figure? And again, I want to draw your attention towards the stress here, my friend. Notice the word, what is going up? What do you figure? Strong, weak, weak, strong, weak. What do you figure? What do you figure? What do you figure will happen next, boss? I don't know. We don't have a lot figured out yet. I'll keep you posted. Figure out. Figure out. Now, suppose that you want to use the word figure to say, I understand. We've got the understanding. We've gained the knowledge. And now that's what you want to express, that you understand something. Well, you just simply say, it figures. Yeah, it figures. Yeah, that figures. It's like saying, when we piece together all of the bits of information, the result is exactly what you would have assumed. Here's an example. Suppose that it's cold outside and somebody goes outside and they're not wearing a jacket. And then two days later, you want to hang out with that person again, but they're sick. You would simply say, well, yeah, it figures. 
you were outside in very cold temperatures without a jacket on and you got sick. Yeah, it figures. Right? That's going to happen. Now, suppose that you want to put a little bit more feeling, a little bit more emphasis behind that statement. You want to tell someone you're actually a little bit disappointed in them. You don't like what they've done. Well, instead of saying it figures, you could say go figure. Yeah, go figure. Of course that happened. And it's. Honestly, in a little bit of a disappointed sounding way, in a way that sounds like, oh my goodness, did you seriously do that? Yeah, go figure. You would do that, wouldn't you? For example, suppose that the person who's gone outside without a jacket on is a young child in your family, a niece, a nephew, a son or daughter, and you see them outside And they think that they're being tough and cool by being outside without a jacket on. And then they get sick and you got to take care of them. And you walk in there and you say, oh, you're not getting out of bed today. You got to miss school. Yeah, go figure. Go figure, buddy. That's what happens when you go outside in the middle of the winter and you don't even put a jacket on. Go figure. Of course, this is the result of your actions. You're sick now. So let's run through what we've covered once more. We've got go figure, and it figures. Yeah, it figures. Both of these are saying, of course that happened, or yeah, that makes sense. Just a little bit of different emotion in the meaning of each. We can say, what do you figure? Hey, what do you figure is going on? What do you figure? Or what do you figure? And in response, they would likely say, well, I figure we'll be out of here shortly. And it's like saying, here's my best guess. Here's my estimate. Well, I figure. You can figure things out if you're not giving a lot of description as to what you're trying to understand. You can also say, figure it out. Figure it out. Same sort of thing. I need to figure it out. You should figure it out. Come to a better understanding of this. Or we could be more specific. You need to figure this stereo out. Figure out how to get this stereo working. Figure this computer out. We've got an old computer from 1995. Figure it out. Figure out how to get it running. Try to figure out how to sell it. Figure out understand better as i've mentioned there are other uses of this figure can also refer to imagery for example you could tell someone you cut a good figure you cut a good figure in that it's like saying those clothes fit you well the clothes that you're wearing are high quality and they look good on you you cut a good figure We also have stick figures. Stick figures. This is when you draw, you know, just one line for the body, lines for the arms and the legs, and then just a little circle for the head. That's a stick figure. Or a stick figure. Do you figure you could draw a stick figure? Same word, different meanings, but this pronunciation applies to both.
Then we also have a figure of speech. A figure of speech. Imagery made with speech. Not a literal figure. It's not as if we're drawing the words. A figure of speech is an idiomatic expression. A figure of speech. This is actually a synonym for the term idiomatic expression. As a matter of fact, if you are ever speaking with an American and you tell them the term idiomatic expression, they won't know this word. They actually don't know the word idiomatic expression because we don't learn that in school. We learn to say figure of speech. And so those are three types of figures which, which you may hear referred to in movies or, or conversations or classrooms, considering stick figures. That's the only time I've really drawn them in a classroom. And I got one more for you that I'd like to bring to your attention today. Something which is kind of sports related. A ballpark figure. Give me a ballpark figure. A ballpark figure. This is to do with the numbers type figure. It's to say a measurement of something here. Could be with time, could be with money, but it's to say give me a measurement. You see, a ballpark is a baseball stadium. This is what baseball stadiums were originally called, ballparks. It could still be called a ballpark, but you'll most likely hear baseball stadium these days. So the way that I think of a ballpark figure is to say, like, give me your best estimate with reasonable parameters. It's like, you know, maybe we don't have it figured out yet. We don't have the answer. We don't fully understand this. Give me a ballpark figure. Give me a ballpark figure of how long this will take to fix. We don't have the perfect answer. But we can ballpark it. But I just need a quick answer to satisfy my mind. Give me a ballpark figure as to what this will cost me. Just ballpark it. And we do say it like that too, ballpark it. Like it sounds funny even to my own ears as I hear myself saying it. Ballpark it. But it is something that people actually do say. Now, that last one there is actually our final figure of speech, our final idiomatic expression that we're going to be talking about today. So quickly, let's just run through that list once again. I'd like you to repeat each and every one after me, and I want you to notice your stress with this, that it's raising in the beginning, fig, and then going flat on the ending, figure. Figure. Figure or figure. Figure. As long as it's going strong week, then you've got decent control over your sound. So repeat these back to me. First off, the understanding figures. We've got figure out or figure something out. We can figure things out. Or we can ask somebody, what do you figure? And they will respond to you, I figure you're right. Who do you figure's right? I figure you're right. We can say it figures. And this is like saying all of the available evidence points towards this conclusion. Or we can say, go figure. 
Go figure. I'm an hour late for work and there's traffic. Go figure. We can draw stick figures when we're bored. We can cut a good figure. If we look good in something, you cut a good figure in that dress. You cut a good figure in that suit. Cut a good figure. You look dashing. You look good when you wear that. That design complements your body and it looks attractive. You cut a good figure. You look attractive. We have ballpark figures. This is to say, give me an estimate of a number. Give me your best estimate. Take a guess. I know you're just guessing. It's not the perfect answer. Just ballpark it. Give me a ballpark figure here. Take a guess. And all of these that we've just discussed, each and every one of them is a figure of speech. These are all combinations of words, which don't really make a lot of sense if you just look at each of them individually, but these are the ways that Americans will express themselves using the word figure. And as I've said, it can be figure with a y, yer, or it can be figure, figure. The syllable stress contrast. Strong, weak. Figure. If you pronounce figure, figar, figar, something like that, then you're getting strong, 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 strong. And we just got to control that by making it go weaker on the ending, my friend. It's going to make a huge difference. Figure, figure, strong. And that, my friend, is the 1% change that I hope to show you in your spoken English today. This is what I would like to see you develop to improve your communication with American English speakers. Because if you're using the types of words and sounds that American English speakers use, then you'll make better connections with these people. You'll make more friends in your lifetime, and you'll have more opportunity to teach these other strange American people about your culture and your country, and, and you'll be able to learn about their culture and their country at an even more in-depth level. And it is seriously all about the words that you use to communicate yourself and understanding and applying the tone and sounds to enhance that communication. Now, I've got to get going for today, my friend. I've got to get to wrapping things up. This has been a fantastic episode, but it's come to an end. Make sure that you're following this so that you can always be updated whenever I've got a new episode available for you because I don't want you to miss a thing, my friend. However, I leave it in your hands to make the decision to apply more new sounds to your spoken English or choose to just leave your spoken English to chance that maybe you will, maybe you won't remember to look up this podcast again. Hey, my advice, hit subscribe if you want to take control of your speech. But if not, hey, that's up to you. Now, I've got to get going so I can go figure out a few things for myself this evening. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you for listening. And I am looking forward to teaching you 
many more ways that you can control your spoken English in the days to come. Have a good one, folks.